Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for June 2nd, 2020. Before I get into the message for this morning, I feel led to pray. I just prayed for the, the word, but I want us, like you and I, I want us to just pause for a moment and let's just pray for our nation. For, for, for those of you that are watching outside of the United States, I want you to pray for the United States. I want you to set your faith in agreement with us just real briefly. Can we do that? Let's just pray. Father, we lift up this, uh, these United States of America to you. Well, you have blessed America, uh, and we ask you to continue to bless our nation. We pray, Father, for our citizens. We pray for peace. Uh, we know that racial reconciliation is not going to come unless you show up, Father. This is a spiritual thing, and, and there are some things that are at work that are demonic. So we, we plead the blood of Jesus over our nation. We plead the blood of Jesus over our citizens. We pray, Father, that you would heal hearts, that you would mend. There, there's like some real hurt right now, and there's pain. We pray, Father, that you would breathe on them, that you would release your peace and your 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 divine rest over their hearts and over their minds. We pray, Father, for the protection of our citizens and also for the protection uh, of first responders. There's a lot going on right now. And so we speak life and peace over this nation. We declare, Father, that if protests are are gonna go on, that they will be peaceful protests. We come up against the violence and we come up against uh, the vandalism. We pray, Father, that you will be glorified through this, that some way, somehow, that on the other side of this, that, that we will come out better, Father, that that uh, that legislature will change, uh, legislation will change, uh, that things will be updated, that, that people would be at peace, and that we as a nation will move forward from this. We pray, Father, for the Floyd family, that you would just manifest your glory even in their situation. We don't want them to get lost in this. And we pray, Father, that you would just, uh, that we would look up and not down, that we would rely on you uh, in this moment, in this season, and that we would operate in love in all things. When people talk to us, they are going to hear what heaven is saying, not what the news is saying. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. All right, so listen, thank you for praying with me. Um, obviously, there's a lot going on, so we need to, to be prayerful and mindful. Amen? All right, so now let's get into the message for this morning. I'm teaching a series entitled Faith and Patience. This is part 34 of the overall series. I'm calling Today's message, fearless confidence in God. As a born-again believer, as a blood-bought believer, your confidence must be in God and God alone. Your confidence can't be in you or your ability or your power or your strength. Your confidence has to be in God because there's nothing God can't do. So let's talk about it. We've been studying the life of Joseph, uh, and uh, we got to a good part of the story now. And so let's go back to it. James 1, 2 through 4, foundational scripture. The Bible says, my fellow believers, when it seems as though you're facing nothing but challenges, right? Troubles. You know what? See it as an invaluable opportunity to experience the greatest joy that you can. For you know that when your faith is tested, it develops in you a power to endure all things. And then when this patient endurance grows inside of you stronger and stronger, it actually releases perfection or maturity into every aspect of your life to the point where there is nothing missing and nothing lacking. In Ecclesiastes 3 and 1, the Bible says that, you know what, that there's a time and a season for everything and that everything on earth will happen, but it's only going to happen at just the right time. And then finally, Genesis 41, 14 through 16. I read for you 14 yesterday. I'm going to read 14, 15, and 16 today from the New International Version. The Bible says, so Pharaoh sent for Joseph, and he was quickly brought out from the dungeon. But he shaved and changed his clothes before he went to go see Pharaoh. And then Pharaoh said to Joseph, okay, here we go. You ready? Pharaoh says, I had a dream, and no one can interpret it. But I heard that you can interpret dreams. 
And then verse 16, this is, I love verse 16. So then Joseph says to the king, he's standing there in front of the king. He says, I cannot do it, but God will give Pharaoh the answer he desires. Once again, he said, no, 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 I can't. Me? Can I interpret dreams? Dude, no, that's supernatural. I, don't, I can't do that. But God will give Pharaoh what he desires. Like when people come to me and they, they're looking for healing, I'm like, healing? I don't have healing. Look, let me check my pockets. I don't have no healing in my pockets. Oh, but God does. And so God can use me. I lay hands on the sick and they recover because it's God. God, people come to me for a word. I'm like, I don't, I don't, oh, but, but God can. Boom, God gives you a download from heaven and gives you a word of wisdom, a word of knowledge, a word of understanding. Listen, you can't, but God can. Your confidence must be in God. So what does this mean to you today? I have four things to share with you in this morning. Four things. I want you to rid your heart of all distractions. Open up your heart to receive from these four things. You ready? Number one, here we go. This whole series is about faith and patience. So let me drive home the story or the, the, the point of faith and patience one more time. The first point is faith and patience. Yesterday, we saw how Joseph readied himself before he went to go see the king, right? He shaved, he cleaned himself up, he put on a fresh set of clothes. Although he was living as a prisoner, he didn't want to look like a prisoner when he went to go stand before the king. He was expecting a breakthrough. He was he didn't know what was going to happen, but he knew something was going to happen. So he got his hopes up. He was in faith and he walked out. He was believing God. He he knew that God was on him and in him and with him and for him. And that's how we're supposed to live. We're supposed to go into every situation, into every opportunity, into every meeting, into every presentation, knowing that God is on you and in you and with you and for you. You're submitting a proposal and you know that God is with you. You know what I'm saying? You have to go into this thing and you don't know what to say, but you know that God is with you. He can give you the words and he can perform the work. I'm sure that Joseph, you know, he didn't know what was going to happen, but he was preparing himself. He was preparing himself mentally and spiritually for the moment that he was going to have to stand before the king. And so he goes, and, and I know that he was like, I don't know what's going to happen, but I know it's going to be good, right? And, and that's how we're supposed to live. Pharaoh says, listen, I had this dream. Nobody can interpret it. What can you, can you do it? And then I love that without skipping a beat, without saying, oh, hold on for a minute. Why don't you tell me the dream? Um, and then let me pray about it. Let me write it down. Let me go to my prayer closet. Let me uh, lay it out as a petition before the Lord. Let me pray over it. Uh, let me like call for the... No, he was like, go ahead and say it. He said, no, nah, nah, I'm not the one that's going to do it. But you say it and I'll give you the interpretation because God is going to give it to you. Man, God is going to speak today. And you know what God is going to sound like today? God is going to sound like Joseph. He was like, man, you know what? God is going to speak to you today. And you know who God is going to speak to you today through? God is going to speak to you today through me. I mean, he was like, he was ready. He was like, he didn't say God can. He didn't say God might. He said God will. He was standing in faith. He was like, God is going to do it. See, I'm telling you that this series is about faith and patience. Let me explain. So initially, you, you got to have the faith to believe, right? You got to have the faith to dream God-sized dreams. When God tells you something like God gave Joseph a dream, initially, you got to have the faith to say, okay, I believe that. I believe that is going to happen. You open up your heart to it. And then you know that there's a timing component to the promises of God. You've learned that in this series. And so now you have to wait. And so initially, you have faith and you're in faith, but now you got to wait. So now you're in patience. 
So now, now you got this patient endurance. So you had faith. Boom. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. God says, you ain't ready. All right. So now, okay, I have patience. So now I got patience. So I have faith, but now I have patience. So now you're waiting. Now you're waiting on God. You're maintaining while you're waiting on God. You're believing. You, while you're waiting on God, you, you want to continue in faith. All of that. But then when it comes time and the fullness of time comes, in that moment, when your breakthrough comes, when it finally happens and you get the phone call, when it finally happens and you get the meeting, when it finally happens and you get to go stand before the person, listen, in that moment, you better have faith. I mean, because now, now, first you had faith for, like, for the expectation. Now you better have faith for the manifestation. And so he was like, no, 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 no. Hey, Mr. King, it doesn't matter. You, you haven't told me the dream, but, but just to be clear, Mr. King, let me give you uh, uh, what I believe. He was basically saying, Mr. King, it doesn't matter what the dream is. <laughs> I'm not the one that's going to give you the interpretation anyway. God is the one that's going to give you the interpretation and there's nothing that God can't do. So go ahead. Tell me the dream. No matter what you say, the interpretation is here. You know why? Because I'm here and God is with me. I'm here and God is with me. It doesn't matter what you say. Go ahead and say, no matter what you say the dream is, boom, the interpretation is here because I'm not the one providing it. It's God. I'm talking about faith. Your confidence has to be in God. When it finally comes time for you to get it, you better be ready to get it. You be when, when it comes time for God to release, you better be ready to receive. Say amen to that. All right. Number two, God wants maximum glory out of every situation. Now, in this moment, the interpretation was going to come, but Joseph was clear. He was like, hey, dude, just to be clear, it's not me doing it. It's God. I want to make sure that God gets the glory. God makes it clear that he is a jealous God. He doesn't want us to have any other gods before him. He wants the glory. He doesn't want you to take his glory and give it to any other gods. He doesn't want you to take his glory and give it to any other person or to take it yourself. Never take credit for what God clearly did through you. Never take credit for something that you know you didn't do. God's grace is on you to do what you could not do without him, but make sure that when the spotlight is on you, you deflect that glory right back to God. Never take God's credit, because if you take God's glory, you're gonna be in a bad situation. He was like, listen, Mr. King, Mr. King, to be clear, I can't do it, but God can, and God will, God will give me the interpretation. He will do it through me. I am, my confidence is in God, not in me. My confidence is in God, not in my education. My confidence is in God, not in my past experience or my past performance. My confidence is in God. God is going to do it and he's going to do it through me. That's how we're supposed to live. We're not supposed to rely on the armor of the flesh. We're not supposed to just rely on our human abilities or human power or human strength. We're supposed to rely on God and open up our heart and give him the glory when his favor flows in our lives. Say amen to that. All right. Number three, true faith puts all your confidence in God and in his divine power. When he was like, go ahead and say, it. Mr. King, God is going to give you the interpretation today. I can't do it, but God will do it and he'll do it through me. Some people will call Joseph cocky. Some people will say that he was arrogant, but sometimes confidence is mis interpreted for arrogance. Joseph had a holy boldness. And as a born again, blood bought believer, you're filled with the Holy Ghost. You're called according to the plan of God. You need to live your life with a holy 
boldness, with a bulldog tenacity that I believe God. I believe I have fearless confidence in God. There's nothing God can't do. God is on me and in me and with me and for me. I'm telling you, I'm a, I am success going somewhere to succeed. I know that for some people that might sound cocky, but I believe God. My confidence is in God. You got to believe that your God is bigger than your situation because if you don't, what you're actually telling God is that your situation is bigger than your God. Don't disappoint God. Please, God, let him know my confidence is in my daddy. And when you do that, he's like, boom, look at my son. Look at my daughter, man. That you mo He wants to do it. And won't he do it? No, he already did it. He will manifest it in your life when you express that type of confidence in him. And number four, and finally, look at me. Now, lean in on this one. I want you to look at me. You ready? You, you ready? You ready? Number four. Get ready for God to blow your mind. I'm talking about, I'm, we serve a God who can do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can ask or think or even imagine according to the power that works on the inside of us. Ephesians 3 and 20, Joseph did not know what the dream was about, but he didn't care. As far as he was concerned, the specifics didn't matter. God was God and he was going to do it. So here's some closing nuggets as I close out the message today. Without God, there are a bunch of things that you and I can't do. Without God, there are countless things that we can't do. But with God, we can do all things. With God, there's nothing that we can't do. We are human. We are finite, right? God is divine and he's infinite. And, and since he lives in us and he can give us the words and he can perform the work, there's nothing we can't do because there's nothing God can't do. And God is the one who's flowing through us. You must, and then here's a, a major point. The reason why Joseph was able to stand there with that type of confidence is because he had been through 13 years of experiences, 13 years of, of going through stuff and believing God. Listen, you got to know God through experiences. You can't just know God in a book. You can't just know God from a church building. If if all you know about God is from a book or from a building, then I, I'm so, I mean, I feel sad for you. You got to know God like in real life and have real life experiences. Joseph's faith was strong because he had been through a bunch of stuff in 13 years. He had real experiences. And Paul had a lot of experiences as he was blazing the trails for the New Testament church. And Paul was like, Joseph was like, after 13 years, I believe, yes, God is going to do it. And Paul was like, you know what? I've been through so much stuff. I've learned something. What did you learn, Paul? Let me give you the Rick Pena version. Uh, uh, of Philippians 4. Here's the Rick Pena version. Paul said, I learned some stuff along the way. What did you learn, Paul? I learned that I can do all things through Christ who enables me to do what I could not do without him. This is what I learned. I learned that God is on me and in me and with me and for me. I, I learned that there's nothing that I can't do because God is on me and he can do what I can't do. That's what I learned. And as a born again believer, you got to learn that. You got to get to the point where you believe God, that your confidence is in him, that you have faith and patience for the long haul. You need faith to believe that God is going to do it. Then you need patience to wait. And then when it finally comes, when that moment comes, when that time comes, you need to believe God. At that point, your faith needs to be really strong because when God finally does it, as I close, let me tell you this. When God finally does it, it's gonna blow your mind. When God finally does it, it's gonna be bigger than you imagine. When God finally does it, the it that you've been waiting all these years for, when he finally does it, it will be far greater than what you imagine. It will listen, there's no way that Joseph, when he got up that, that morning as a prisoner and he walked out of the prison as a prisoner, he's like, okay, I'm walking out. He got up that morning as a prisoner. There's no way that he thought 
that he was going to go to sleep as the prime minister of Egypt, but he got promoted from prisoner to prime minister. Boom. In a moment, we serve a God that can change your life. Boom. Just like that. We serve a God. It can happen at any time. One word from God can change your life forever. We serve a God that, listen, it can happen just like that. I mean, just so no, no. He went from prisoner to prime minister. He got up in the prison. He went to sleep in the palace. That's the kind of God we serve. I'm talking about get your hopes up because greater is coming. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I'm loving this series. I want you to say this. Speak this over your life. Say, Father, I know that you want maximum glory out of every situation. I declare that I will always give you the glory. I face every day and every situation with fearless confidence. I know you are bigger than anything I will ever face. So I expand my capacity to believe you. I rely on your ability above my own. And I live my life with an expectation of manifestation every day. And finally, Father, I know that when you finally do it, (laughs) your it will be greater than anything I ever imagined. Greater is coming to me. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages and you want my notes, go to todaysword.org, click on the red button, put in your email address there, and you'll get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. If you're watching on Facebook Live or YouTube, leave me something in the chat. And then if you're watching on YouTube, hit the like button and also subscribe to the channel. Go into this day knowing that God is with you. Go into this day knowing that God can do all things and express your confidence in him. Not in you, but in him. Do me a favor, share this on your social media, on your timeline and with your friends. I will see you tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. God bless you.